0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Merry Christmas. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. I saw them out there again just a little while ago. They're making their music. Some of them bravely blowing their trumpets and trombones right into the winter wind, and some others just ringing a little bell and and smiling. They don't do it for pay. They do it because they love Christmas. One bitter Boston winter a long time ago, Salvation Army rescued Christmas for a very little girl. Her dad was out of work things were tight for her and her mom and her brothers well that little girl is all grown up now she's beautiful she's graced my life for a long time and i love her very much so for taking care of my lady long before i could thank you christmas My dad was a church choir master in Brooklyn. He had more than 40 men and women in his choir and a whole bunch of kids. And he made it a point to have people sing carols from their family's country of origin. remember a rather hefty soprano lady by the name of Anna, who worked in a card shop, and she sang Carol of the Bells from her native Russia. Skinny little Jack, who did graphics design, he sang What Child Is This, because his family came from England. The only time I ever saw my proud, tough old German grandfather cry was one Christmas Eve, when Dad had the choir sing the second verse of Silent Night in German. Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. My grandfather left his home in Germany shortly before World War II. He saw Hitler coming, and he wasn't having any of what that meant. Stille Nacht brought him home for a moment. His tears were bittersweet. That's the way it is sometimes when you get to go home. But it's only for a moment. It's always good to go home, even if it's only for a moment. Grosspapa, we called him. He was a good, loving, hard, proud man. And he didn't hide the tears when they came. He just stood there with his head held high and sang along. Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht. Dad used to take that whole big choir around the neighborhood every Christmas folks look forward to it all year long whole blocks full of people would gather around the choir and and mostly they'd sing along Christians Jews Muslims Buddhists pagans even the atheists all kinds of people lived in our neighborhood in Brooklyn and they all sang and they all smiled and they all wished each other very much peace and goodwill Christmas and Hanukkah Kwanzaa solstice was all there Mixed up in the music and the smiles and the warmth of standing close together in the cold night. Music and being close together. That's a big part of whatever Christmas is. When all those people gathered together to sing with Dad's choir all those years ago, the Christians, the Jews, the Muslims, the pagans, even the atheists, and I don't think many of those people were really thinking about Christ. And they sure weren't thinking about shopping. They were just Standing close enough together to to keep warm in the cold Brooklyn night, and singing and laughing and sometimes crying for reasons that nobody ever had to explain. What a feeling that was for me, standing right next to my dad. I sang baritone, he sang bass. Dad's gone now, but not completely. Because that feeling of standing next to him and singing is still right here with me. It's mixed all the way down deep in the music of Christmas. I always tell you about the things that I remember best about Christmas with my Lady wonder wench. I thought I'd ask her to come in here and give you a couple of her own thoughts.
1: Big Louie and I remember a skinny kid in an old leather jacket carrying a beat-up guitar who came to the studio, the radio studio, late at night and sang Christmas carols just the gentle sound of his guitar and his quiet voice. But Jose Feliciano made Christmas for us that year, long before he became famous, and the lights of Christmas shone brighter because of him. And there was a day when my Louis, Louis lad caught me without a tree, bad day, but he went out and got one for me because that tree was also Christmas. And then there was the day I went to the airport to pick up a present from him, haha, and he turned out to be the package. But the most bestest Christmas of all is the one with real telephone bells ringing in my memories.
0: And thank you, Wonder Wedge Summer. That uh, story about the, the bells that's deep in the back of her memory is from the Christmas warm story that we told you last week. It's from the uh, Love & Touch personal audio CD, if you're interested. You know, one of the things that they don't talk about very much having to do with Christmas is tears. Big boys don't cry, you know, but big men do. And that's part of Christmas, too, some tears. Joseph couldn't have been overjoyed to have his wife give birth to a child in a stable. And childbirth is never an easy thing for any woman or any man who loves his woman. So tears belong in Christmas. And any of you guys who think that's unmanly, I give you one statement from the Bible. It's the shortest statement in the Bible. It just says... Jesus wept, so go ahead, duke it out with him, and lots of luck, and Merry Christmas. My lady and I went for our traditional, just before Christmas, flight in our little airplane the other night. We have a little four-seat airplane that flies low and slow. Our friends all think we're out there looking for Santa Claus, but we're not. I guess you could say we're looking for gold. Yeah, we got lucky again this year. Our little airport's just a few miles west of Philadelphia. And as usual, on a cold, clear, almost Christmas night when my lady and I got there, it was dark and deserted except for the white runway lights and the the blue lights along the taxiways and and the spotlight on the windsock. So we strapped ourselves in, fired up the engine, and climbed up into the black-and-white magic midnight If you heard a small plane engine late the other night and you looked up and you saw small wingtip lights playing in the stars, that might have been us. Moonlight was shining into the cockpit and the city's Christmas lights were sliding under our wings. Those city lights were Santa Claus bright. You'd almost hear the ho-ho-ho and the hustle and the crowds and the music and the parties going on down there, but we weren't looking for Santa Claus. So we turned out over the suburbs... And the lights got gentler out there in the neighborhoods. And instead of the city hustle and bustle, you know, the jingle bell sounds, you, you, you get houses carefully decorated with Christmas lights. And, and you get a feeling of, of carols playing on stereos and, and fancy paper wrapping around personal presents and cups of hot chocolate with cold whipped cream and, and kids trying to pretend they're really asleep. And then a little farther out, we floated over some farms, mostly Amish, real candles in the windows there, a few horse-drawn wagons down in the streets. You could see their lanterns swinging from side to side on those dark roads. It's almost like flying backward in time. It was quiet, so very quiet. My lady was sitting in the right seat, looking like a lovely little girl in the moonlight, just wearing those big co-pilot headphones. And she was smiling and crying at the same time and that's that's when she did it again she said thank you for this i love you and as quietly as the sound of ancient angels the black and white midnight turned into christmas gold Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas.